Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. Happy New Year's Eve, you fucking people that listen to this because I love you. <laughs> you turned that around. That Didn't looked like I? it was going to get you fucking people. They listen to it because I love them, not because right. they like us, because they feel my love for them. Some people might listen to us because they don't like us. That's weird. Yeah. I know. I, I, there's been people I've hate followed on Twitter. Really? Yeah. For periods of time where I'm like, I fucking don't like this asshole. <laughs> and then I follow him just so I can not Do you like still follow him. those people? No, no. It'll be, you know, like dumb celebrities. and you know, I that saw kind of shit. Jenny Johnson high five. Someone tweeted at her and it was, they were like giving, saying she said something that was unfunny. It was like, why do you follow her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I would never engage, you know. That's a, that, that's a moment of sadness of which I is a that's a that's a that's a rock bottom when someone follows you and tries to be mean to you at the same time you're like you're sad. It really is sad. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Um, but I, you like when Jersey Shore was popular, I follow one or two of those people just to be like fuck you. And just read everyone. And then, I you feel know, like you you're not really people. like that anymore. Your Twitter used to be like that a lot. Well, yeah, back when that show was kind of and but Kim even, Kardashian, yeah, was I feel thing. like you don't give a shit about that stuff anymore. Yeah, they they just got they became boring targets. Yeah, and so like kinda, too easy. Yeah, yeah, it just Low became like, well, group. I'm done with that, and yeah. then you move on to other stuff. Um, but um, speaking of fucking dumb assholes, <laughs> our guest today is Yasser Lester. Boo! Boo. <laughs> Why did we have him on? No. Um, this was a really good one. It was fun, yeah. He's got good ass stories. Yeah. And good ass stories. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he talks about losing his virginity. Talks a lot about uh, losing it, when he lost it, mm. how the ways in which he lied about it, which I love. Yeah, th- those are great. I fucking love when dudes lie about sex. Just lying stories in uh, general, especially when you're younger because you're lying about the dumbest shit. We get into a lot of that, which is so fun. It just makes me think of. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall in 16 Candles. I never saw it. What? I know. What the fuck? And every time I say that, the reaction is, What? You haven't seen Marin whatever movie it is. Haven't seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Either. That I don't have a problem with. Okay. A lot of people fucking do, believe it or it's not. It's very good. Uh huh. Wasn't written by John Hughes. Mm-hmm. 16 Candles is fucking perfect. The Donger. Donger lives around the corner. What was the one? See, I don't even know who that, like, what Long that Duck Dong. He's an Asian What's actor, the, the one, Watanabe. The Breakfast Club? Yeah. I just saw that one four months ago for Careful. the first time. And you thought it was... A giant pile Careful. of comedic brilliance. Careful. <laughs> no, it was good. Yeah. But here's the thing with those old movies. The reason why I haven't watched a lot of them is because they won't be as good as the yeah. people who saw them when they were kids. Although I will say... And all say, their preachy fucking... I can't believe it. I noticed Breakfast Club is still an important movie to kids of... Like, I, I'll... Kids will talk about it still. Mm-hmm. Like teenagers now will watch it and like it. It's weird. He did a very good job of somehow making it like it, it exists in its own time space. Well, because that sort of thing that happens in school, they don't reference any bands in the movie. With the right. way when they're talking, there's music that's specific. They're referencing to the movie. a period of time in in your adolescence, and yeah. that's going to be there for every generation. Yeah, and it was a yeah, it was a good movie, and I was like, oh, cool. It L- was glad I saw that. A great movie. Mm-hmm. It was written by a great person. Yes. <laughs> I got real close, bro. We almost stopped having a podcast. Um, well, we might want to tell you that I, I don't think I've seen many other That's fine. John Hughes movies. They're all great, though. Um, but I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll get around to them. Um, yeah, sir. But yeah, I love, but in, uh, I believe it's 
16 Candles, or, or Breakfast Club, Anthony Michael Hall's lying about a girlfriend. He's like, we met in Niagara Falls. Yeah. He's <laughs> like lying about the girl he lost his virginity to or whatever. But I just love lying. I love when people lie about stuff like that. It's so funny. Because like everyone, no one's really doing it. And especially not doing it well, but everyone's lying about it. Yeah. Yeah, like you just, I, I remember lying about it. I lied to my stepsisters about getting it on with a girl that I didn't even talk to in elementary school. I just had a crush on her. So I told my stepsisters, because they didn't go to my school, that we were having sex. Right. Which I didn't lose my virginity for another, like, 11 years. I lost it at 19. 22. Wow. Yeah, fear late, ba- I'm a fear-based person. I was a late bloomer. Mm. I um, was a sad bloomer. We <laughs> had... And now you're wilted. But yeah, he no. has good, he has really good stories about that. He, yeah, it turned into like large. He maintains that he can do a uh, heel flip nose manual, uh, kick, uh, nolly flip out. That at one point he did a, a, a heel flip to nose manual, nolly flip out, kick flip out, which I doubt. But if he can, that's some good skateboarding. Oh shit! Kevin Christie just called Yasser Lester <laughs> out so on a have, skateboard trick. I have plenty of skateboard equipment. If you want to come and show this bitch, or um, even now, it, it uh, now I've you probably haven't done it in a really long time, so you can land any kind of kickflip. I'll give you a free deck. <laughs> I I would I would believe he could land a kickflip, just a basic kickflip. Well, he said he could nolly nolly heel flip. Um, that's not easy. No. <sighs> That's some other foot. That's the that's like drawing with your le- like your offhand or something. Right. But yeah. So yeah, I really like this. We want to have him back because he had so many stories. Yeah, because we got into so much childhood shit, and then we were like, he had to go. He had to something. He had to be somewhere, and we're like, yeah. okay, we're gonna continue this. But um, we covered a lot of ground with that, and it was funny. Yeah. Um. So get into it, guys. It's New Year's Eve. Um. Keep it tight. Don't go overboard. Yeah. Don't go it's crazy. Amateur. They call it amateur night. So just you're surrounded by people who are going for it because they don't normally go for it. So be the person that isn't the problem. <coughs> uh, nothing wrong with staying home either. No, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. It's, I'm not saying do that every year, but if you've gone out a bunch of years, you'd be surprised how like calm and relaxing. You're like, oh, we're not paying yeah. hundreds of dollars for no one's entrance gonna, into blah, blah, blah. No one's going to ask you what, at, No one will ask you what you did three days later. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's always, uh, it never lives up to the expectation. So do something simple and fun, like a fucking nice dinner. Yeah. And then watch a movie or something. Hard to get a reservation. Tried it. Yeah, that's not that's not always the easiest. Go to and good luck getting a motherfucking cab <laughs> anywhere unless you call it noon. I feel like if you could just get one of those big pink mustaches, you could make a lot of side scratch. Right, right, right. Those Lyft and Uber drivers are going to be raking cleaning up. Careful. There's a thing with Uber called like off-peak. They have different pricing during hours where they're busier. Oh, New They can charge you an exorbitant amount of money when that when it's when they've deemed it to be a a like high a peak hour. So look into that shit. So literally all of New Year's Eve is going to be a peak. Yeah, be it's careful. a peak day. Yeah. Um but yeah. Wear a t-shirt to a huge party that says "I'll kiss anybody," and you will clean up with single girls. I'm right. worried. <laughs> Bad luck. Are you per- you're, are you performing anywhere? No, I don't do that. Okay. I never. Per- I've never performed on New Year's Eve except one time with Bobby in New York. I, I fucking know. love it. You do why? Because it's taken the place of going out and having to do something on oh, New Year's okay. Eve. Yeah. I, I become the di- thing people do. I went to Disneyland once. That was good. That's cool. Because the fireworks. I started doing the first New Year's Eve I did at the Comedy Store. I was like. Wait a minute. 
I get to hang out with all my friends. Yeah. And I get to perform and I get paid and I can just get drunk for free. I'm doing this literally every year. I thought I didn't do the comedy store this year, but I thought it next year, if I don't have a, a lady friend, I'll do it because I've never done it. Might as well. It's fun. Oh, cool. I'm doing. Do you do the two, is there two shows? That, no, it's a nine o'clock. No, it's a yeah nine o'clock main room, ten o'clock OR. OR. Yeah. Who's? How do they coordinate who's on stage at midnight? Is it just whoever they they put, they give it to someone specific the eleven forty five spot, oh, and they're really strict on not going over. I'm not going over. Because that eleven forty five guy. So that eleven forty five guy gets on at twelve fifteen. No, he gets on at <laughs> yeah eleven. But on a normal night, he would get on at twelve thirty. Yeah. Um, I've been that guy many times. <laughs> um, but um. But yeah, I'll be doing a road gig for the first time on New Year's Eve, which I'm like interested to see how that'll go. In Tempe, that'll be a rowdy one. I think so, yeah. Bobby Lee crowd on New Year's Eve? I think so. It'll be a lot of couples, though. Couples don't really get rowdy. Also, a comedy club on New Year's Eve is pricey, so you're not dealing with loud, obnoxious people. Yeah. You'll have a pretty good group. I think it'll be good. And there's two shows, 7 and 10. Yeah. So I think it'll be, I'm pretty sure, I mean, you know, it, it will be good, but... I'll bet you get to see some boobs. I'm gonna ask. Okay, I'm gonna go at midnight. Please, yeah, let him. Please flash your your out. Tempe cans at me. Tempe does. Uh, <laughs> all right. So look, guys, uh, have a safe New Year. All things comedy, Stitcher or Stitcher SoundCloud. Maybe not Stitcher anymore. There's like a thing. Probably. I don't know what was going on with that. iTunes. Yeah. Um. Something. But you know, leave us. Uh, Tell us what you think of us. Yeah, reviews on iTunes. Those are helpful. Um. Some of you guys are at replying us with some stuff, which is cool. Yep. Uh, we appreciate that. Keep that up. Uh, you can email me, contact at nickyusef.com if you want. And um, I've gotten a couple good, helpful emails, some music recommendations, clothing recommendations, that kind of fun stuff. Um, and with that said, enjoy this episode with Yaster Lester. And your mom. welcome it's a very good record yeah i'm really into it do you have that arctic monkeys record i don't it's really good do you like the ones who sing that say let god on the dance floor yes remotely like that that was actually a pretty good impression of them thank you i mean as you started i was like this is gonna sound like every british rock band ever no yeah no their record is good they're very good when I do a British, like, I don't, I can't do accents, but, like, anytime someone says do a British accent, I always say, we're the Arctic monkeys. <laughs> Just <laughs> remove nine words. I saw yeah. them on SNL, and that's what they yelled. Yeah. They I'm into that. I'm we're into the that. Arctic monkey. And people are like, oh, okay. I notice whenever someone decides to do an accent, the way you know it's going to be bad is they use the name of the region. They'd be like, do you want me to speak British? I was like, oh, no. Yeah, they just say things that any British person would never say. They have to say the country like, you mean like an Australian? Like, oh, stop it. I, uh, what do you guys, what's your deal with impressions? I don't, like, do we do them? No, I mean, clearly I know both of you guys well enough to know that you don't. (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, that was my, like, earliest exposure to trying to be funny was just uh, copying Dana Carvey's impressions from Saturday Night Live. But see, that's different. So like like, the church lady, George Bush, uh, I guess, uh, uh, who else did he do? Other people. Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Stewart was one of his big ones. Yeah, Yeah. so I would just do those. 
Yeah. And I, didn't understand what I didn't understand a who I was doing. Necessarily. Yeah. I didn't know who Jimmy Stewart was. Yeah. I was just doing the voice and it, cause it like, it got me attention. Yeah. Yeah. To do, uh, Dame Wayans as Antoine on a living color. But yeah. Almost do. Uh, I was yeah. Like, I like it was the worst. It was yeah. literally, it didn't even sound like him. But I was like, oh, I definitely, I definitely did a lot of gay men on film oh, from, yeah. from, so from solid. in living color like that was a big one that me and Steve Howie, my friend, used yeah. to do all the time because we were at like a drama class. Uh-huh. And we just stole every line from that. We just said that stuff all the time. <laughs> I feel like every kid growing up did a gay guy impression. Well, that it was, was the a first, quick way to get a laugh. That was yeah. the first gay character I ever saw. Like gay, com- like impression of a gay guy that was in like a comedy or a sketch. Yeah. That I got it as being funny. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just offensive. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, whoa, dude, chill out. That's why it's so <laughs> like David Allen Greer does the Neil show that I host on Sundays. Uh-huh. Every, he yeah. does it fairly often. And yeah, I yeah. still, I still kind of geek. Dude, absolutely. On that yeah, dude. Because yeah. I'm just like, you're, you're fucking David Allen Greer, man. Absolutely. I saw, I was at the improv once and Damon Wayans Sr. went up and I was like, okay, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. And then someone was filming his set and I looked and it was fucking Robert Townsend. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I can't be here. <laughs> you're like, if I, if I touch one of you, do I disappear <laughs> into a wormhole? Yeah. Are you, is this a dude, time machine? Was, I st- dude, that's one thing that I thought I would like kind of get over because like, I was the improv for like three years and oh that's right yeah and all that stuff and so like people will come in and be like whoa like the amazing jonathan came in once and i was like ah, dude that guy's so funny yeah <laughs> that guy's great i'm I, definitely that guy who a lot of times would get really angry i was telling you the story that i got really f- geeked one time on a, a comedian that was like popping in during the open mic it was uh, an old guy it doesn't matter but I'm always yelling about like Dennis Wolfberg uh-huh, or yeah. comics like that that people don't remember. <laughs> it was Kipadada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kipadada oh, came yeah. into the store and no one and and it, I was going on stage and it got like mixed up. Uh-huh. So like I he thought it was his turn because their name sounded similar and I went up and he was next and I was like, oh, do our names sound similar? I go, what's your name? He goes, it's Kip. I go, are you fucking Kipadada, dude? Because <laughs> he looked a little different. Right, yeah. And he was like, yes, I am. And I was the guy who was like, you fucking kids in the back need to have some goddamn respect. <laughs> this guy notebooks. right here is fucking, the, this guy's a shit you don't know. And like I became that guy who was like, you don't know anything, like yelling at people. Yeah. And then I didn't let... Whoever was hosting, it was it, I. You know, whoever it was, I was like, no, 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 I'm bringing up the next comedian, <laughs> and I was like, this son of a bitch is hilarious. Like, I, I went, like, I got so proud of myself. But I feel I because I really worry that I'm going to be one of those guys right. that, oh, that no sad. one remembers. You want to <laughs> like. You know why is Robert Townsend filming? Can he just like go hang out with him? Dude, but see, that's the weirdest thing to me because I was like, dude, oh my god, like is he one of these people that still loves it? Like I don't understand people that have made it and then still love what they do. It like shocks me. Like he runs up, he's like, do you have any CDs? Yeah, right. He's like, dude, I'll just give you one. You're Robert Townsend. We're friends. Yeah, (laughs) it's so weird. Like. I always forget you worked at the improv. Yeah. It shows you how little spots I've had at the improv. I didn't know you worked at the improv. Yeah. Until right now? Yeah, until right now. Years. But you never also think that like comedians work there because that's not one of those clubs that does like, the I comedy thought, store. I mean, some of the door guys strike me as comedians, <coughs> but I don't ever like, see them anywhere else. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is that like, it's because the... I don't know. For like comics, comics that have like established themselves, you know, they kind of just go wherever. Yeah, but like as a door guy, like for my experience personally, like when I worked there, Tommy at the store would never put me up 
he told me I was like a corporate drone and like all what? of these things. That's he hilarious. Like, he said you were a corporate yeah. drone? And he was like, because you, you and I was asked him why, and he's like, because you chose to work at the improv instead of here. I was like, but oh, they gave me a sakes. job. Like, yeah. if you guys gave me a job, I would work here. Oh, but, my God. Wow. So it's weird for like, there's, so you guys, neither one of you guys have ever worked the door no. at one of those places. Oh, no, I, I worked the, I answered the phones, I worked the cover booth, and worked the parking lot at the comedy store really? for like and a, so a year that, and a half. In that time, time did you get up at the improv um i mean like a handful of times yeah i mean that that club had gone through so many bookers yeah. over the years that like i'd be in and then out and then yeah. in yeah. and then out every was, time i would get in with a booker they'd quit yeah yeah every it was never time. consistent right. yeah but, but yeah i never did i know you when you worked there uh yeah just i mean like we like like hey what's cigarettes up or, outside yeah. Yeah. right yeah, yeah. And you were so like, you were still i see cool. it, probably in my head it was just like oh you're hanging out here yeah or something like that no nah, man i was i was dressed dressed in my uniform <laughs> see I, maybe i just didn't even notice because I'll, yeah. I'll be hanging out at the comedy store and i won't even notice if one of the employees is currently working a oh, shift yeah because i'm just like oh it's just a comic you yeah. know i never even notice if they have the shirt on yeah. or whatever yeah i can't tell if doc's working or just there yeah, yeah. He's cool though, because yeah. no one ever is actually doing any work when they're working there. <laughs> you're saying, like, hey, like problem. seven fourteen-year-olds just walking into the club. They're <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. I'm having, I'm having a cigarette. <laughs> one of the cars is on fire in the yeah. parking lot. Should anyone like, come on, man, leave me alone, dude. Don't fuck with me right now. I'm trying to put on a jacket. Like, all right, doc, cool. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I remember when I met you. You were always wearing that that scarf. Oh god, dude. Everyone, that is every. <laughs> Literally, I will die, and my casket will be draped It'll in have scarves. That. Yeah, because it was one of those like, it was, someone's picked up an affectation. Yeah. What kind? It wasn't like a regular scarf. It was one of those wrap around. It was like, a, it's a kufia. So I'm half Palestinian. Okay, yeah, half black and. Like, I have no ties to being Palestinian at all. Like, I don't know my dad. I don't know his family. Yeah. And then someone was like, these are Palestinian scarves. I was like, what? These are kind of dope. This is going to be my thing. <laughs> so it was like, it was at that time where I wasn't did funny you have enough a bit, to be Did remembered. you have a bit about it? No, I didn't. Okay. I just went up there and rocked it. But you like, just wore it for real. Yeah. But yeah. like, the problem is that like, you know when you're not funny enough to be remembered for being funny? So right. you're just like, I got to get a thing. And that was yeah. like, I gotta that wear was the my scarf. thing. And I remember Ben Glebe came up to me and he's like, You've, I've seen you wear that scarf like three times. And I was like, yep. And he's yeah. like, I'll bet you $50 you don't wear it. You're not wearing it in the next three weeks. And I was like, you're on. And then yeah. literally a week later, I stopped wearing it. And he's like, give me my $50. I'm still dodging him. Like, I still... He, oh, wow. He for real is like, give me my $50. Because <laughs> for a while, like, I think before I knew you, I'm like, I would see you at shows. I'm like, that's that dude with the scarf again. I'm like, what is he doing? Dude, there you go. 97 degrees. Yeah, But you know what? It did make me think. I'm like... Is he Palestinian? Because you wore it so much. I'm like, maybe yeah. it's like a religious thing or whatever. Maybe it's like a thing. Yeah. But you I never mean, had like, my dad's half this and my mom's half this and my this is like this. No. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. no. Because <laughs> people used to do it to me. They would be like, oh, you're half Palestinian, half black. Well, you're going to be late to bombing something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I would just fucking drape myself in that scarf. <laughs> yeah. Was I the one who made that joke? No. 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 I, I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was... You, did you guys ever go to Bliss Cafe for open mic? I got banned from there. Did you? Years ago, <laughs> yeah. For what? They, I guess they've had a million incarnations of yeah, shows yeah. and open mics. But like back when I used to do open mics, that was one of the spots. Mm-hmm. You'd go there. And I went and did it once. And I can't remember the guy that was hosting, but 
he was one of those like super organized guys that yeah. run Some an guy open with mic. a scarf and I was like yeah. you're half black and half Palestinian. wore that shit every day yeah. no. um, he took it way too seriously mm-hmm. as one of those guys and um, but I just treated it like any other shitty open mic yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm just gonna go I'll make fun of whatever's right, hanging yeah. on the walls and do material and get off stage yeah. so they had some shitty ass microphone that they were using. You could feel just from when you're holding it, it felt light and just kind of like, you know, like a piece of shit. Wait, was it that weird wireless one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it I was a wireless. That. Yeah, I remember. So this is like, like years yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm on stage and then it it gives out. It just goes out. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this fucking piece of Radio Shack shit, Mike. Something to that effect. Right. And then I just like kind of tossed it on the ground. And I'm like, I don't need a fucking mic anyway. There's four seats in this coffee shop. Right. And I'm like, I'm like butting up to the bathroom door. Fuck anyway. a mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then a, a few people laugh because it's just comics that like obviously agree this place is right, yeah. a shithole. Then the host <laughs> is like, is just staring at me in the back. And then I finish my set, which they're like three minute sets, right. you know. And then he comes up and he's like, he's like, hey, man. He's like, uh, I don't ever want you back here again. <laughs> as he's as he's like, I'm I'm getting off stage right, and he's yeah. getting on. He's like, he's like, I don't ever want you back here again. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, don't disrespect my room. I never. He's like, you better leave right now, or I'm gonna fuck you up, or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, is this serious or a joke? Because look at this place right, and yeah. look at the equipment. Like, right. you can't take this any more yeah, seriously. Yeah. He's like, you better get the fuck out of here right now. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not allowed here again. Dude, I just turned around what? and la- never came back. Let's go find this guy. <laughs> you know what's really weird? I just realized. I remember the first time I saw both of you guys on stage. Oh, really? How weird is that? Are that you, is weird. You, Nick, I remember. Oh, no. <laughs> you were at the store. And okay. I was there. It was like 1230 at night. And there was this. Uh, Double oh, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this sexy, thick black girl sitting mm. up front. Yeah. Like when I say thick, I mean like forties thick, not like she, okay. not like video music videos. Okay, right, right. Like, yeah, she's yeah. Just, she, it's like she's a normal not, woman. She's not a Benita Applebaum, is what no, you're saying. No, no, no. She's Thea from Accounts Payable. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, and you were just you were hounding her. She was like, she kept saying how she had like this high paying job or something, mm. and you were like, <laughs> just tell me who you work for. And she was like, I'll give you the initials. It's GG. And you literally spent 15 minutes trying to guess what GG was. Really? They gave you the light and you were like, okay, I have to get off. Will you just tell me? And she was like, Gucci group. And you were like, but couldn't you have just said G? Like I would have guessed G. Yeah. yeah that made it like, harder. Because no one calls it Gucci group, huh? That made it harder. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I would have never. What I, else I does the Gucci Group own? I wonder. I have no idea. I, I think they may own Yves Saint Laurent. Really? All those kind of, like they're all part of a. Or no, I think Louis Vuitton owns Yves Saint Laurent. They yeah. all like own a gang of companies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like how Volkswagen will own like Porsche and yeah. Bugatti and like all these other. Com- yeah. And you would never know. Yeah, because all the designers though they all like and it's names you never like. Is I think. Yves, well, like Calvin Klein and oh god, who's it? Like DKNY. Yeah, but all of them are owned by some like huge conglomerate, right? Too. And it's just like a company you've never even heard of. Louis yeah. Vuitton owns like everything, though. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all just they're they're these they're these large groups. They buy yeah. they just buy them up and turn them profitable. Yeah, and okay. sell them out. So like a cool like indie label like Yves Saint Laurent all of a sudden is corporate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, so I spent the whole set just yeah. trying to figure out. And I remember this is this is this was Scarface by the way. Okay, and I was like, dude, this this comic has the dopest jacket. <laughs> That's how funny it was. 
That's how funny I was being with this lady. That you were just like, this jacket's so cool. Comic has the dopest jacket. And then the first time I saw you, Kevin, I remember they were making a big deal. This is when I used to literally go to Unknown Theater like every single, like every moment of my life. And they were like, Kevin Christie's coming by. Everyone watch out. And I was just like, really? Dude, I remember it was like. Was it my ex-fiance saying that? It's the only thing that makes sense. I'm not even kidding. Everyone else. Everyone else was saying it. I don't even think I knew that you guys were mm-hmm. an item until afterwards, but it was like super packed with comics. And then, like, for whatever reason, like the actual show was packed. And you literally, like, they called your name and you just walked up the middle and you went up there and, like, destroyed. And everyone was just like, literally, it was like watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> they were like losing their minds. And then you just got off and, like, literally, like, went outside and, like, smoked a cigarette or something. And I was just like, that dude rules. It was like I had no. I, I literally had no idea who you. There were. was a weird stigma that I never did that room because because Laura ran it. Right. Like right, people right. were like, "Why don't you do that room?" And I was like, "Ah, it's weird's her room." Yeah. Like it just felt weird for me to go there and like, like it felt like cheating. Like I'd go there and get spots because my girlfriend ran the room. Yeah. So I just thought it was cheesy for me to go there and take spots from people that probably wanted them more. Nah. And then I, if I went there, it would have just been like her, like. Why did you tell that joke? <laughs> what a <laughs> thing! It's like no, that's your. This is yeah. your space. Like and then you get a carpool there and carpool back. Yeah, but that is where that because of that room. That's where everyone found Gerard. Yeah, that was uh, the first right. place he got past that. Yeah, right. Gerard and uh, Angelo. Who so t- like didn't? But you were you were you went there a lot too. Mm-hmm. Who told you you could go a lot? Was it Laura Sarah. or Sarah? So Sarah passed you. Yeah, they were like allowed to. They were allowed to like pass people. Yeah, like I, Sa- I remember Sarah picked Angelo. That was like early on. They were allowed to pick two. Sa- Laura picked Gerard. Sarah picked Angelo. Yeah. and they were both like it was almost like they're competing. Like Sarah was like, no, Angelo's the best. Uh. Gerard's the best. <laughs> like they were all very proud of like who their picks were. Like, like oh, you can come back every week. It was like that. That's that was so a cool funny. room, man. It was yeah. like a little theater, mm-hmm. and they just ran like comedians ran it. Like Ian yeah. Bag was always there yeah. jay yeah. chris newberg was always yeah. i always hear good things about it i just never went yeah Dude. i like that room and then they just ran it into the ground yeah we well, yeah, they they, they stopped booking it yeah. i remember neil was always there that's how yeah. actually, that's how actually i met neil and became friends oh, with really? neil was that room yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, it was so weird. like it was just like this weird pocket in time yeah that like i feel like yeah, it was good for there. like a year or two yeah that's what i'm saying like and it was just it was per- literally perfect for that amount of time and then <laughs> once it was over it was done i had the worst montreal showcase there did you? I had one oh, there yeah. too. Did you? I never. I, mine, that place was bad for a showcase. It was good for shows. Yeah, but it was not good for a showcase. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's like so comic heavy that like when the, a showcase is happening, the vibe just gets yeah. tense. Well, and, and the way it was weird. set up, you know, it's theater slash stadium. Yeah. Seating. So there was like a, there was a <laughs> yeah. crowd and then a crowd behind the crowd. Yes. Just hanging out. Yeah. With not enough wall to quiet right, them. Right. Exactly. And then if those people. You know, we're hanging out in the back. Most of the times, they wouldn't fill in. You know, in the seats, so you're literally playing yeah. to emptiness and darkness. Yeah. And in the back, you just see people having the time of their life. There was always cake for some reason. I felt like there was always cake at. <laughs> there was a lot of cake. Right. I, yeah. The few at times I was there, there was always cake. See, always cake. And the thing is, that was such a huge. That's why open two space. girls should always run a comedy show because they're going to be like, "Here's cupcakes yeah, and like cake absolutely. and all this awesome I mean, shit." I feel like shows run by dudes are not as good. Oh no. <laughs> well, they're not because dudes give up halfway. 
always. Oh yeah. <laughs> Halfway oh, through anything, yeah. and dude is like, okay, yeah. I am legitimately. They're like, man, this. fuck this show. Yeah, yeah. Like, anyway, you want to do it this yeah. week? You're like, well, not now. Dude, <laughs> like JC that books uh, Public House, she uh-huh. tries really hard at it. Like you get an email, like yeah. you, she yeah. books you like a month in advance, mm-hmm. then you get a secondary email, yeah. and then another one. It's like there is no way in hell. Yeah. I've never booked a single comic for the Neil show that I host in my life. Yeah. And I could every week. He's right. like, ah, I got to send a text. Yeah. And then who knows? I may text them getting a reply to that text. That's I'd annoying. rather just sit down somewhere. I'll just, let, I'll just let Sarah book it with her being a lady. Right, right, right. She, I like the unknown. The best part of the unknown theater was when they started doing like they would have plays and stuff yeah. on other nights. And they would just leave the set. Yeah. So, so every dope. week you're like, you'd be performing like in a police station yeah. one week. There was that or one like with a hospital. Pool. That was cool. The pool was cool looking. Yeah. yeah. Had that, it would look like a white trash house with yeah. like a kiddie pool. Or no, yeah. it looked like a real pool kind of. It did, yeah. Yeah. And so I was, was like, if I step back, am I going to fall into like a little pool of water or whatever? Yeah. It was, God, that was so dope. And then there was the one that looked like a like 1940s noir detective thing. And they had yeah. Like boot, uh, phone booth. Yeah. The set was always everyone's opener. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It became a like joke. a minute. What is this TARDIS? It became yeah. a joke writing <laughs> contest. Yeah. That stage was so big, you could literally, if you wanted to, walk thirty feet away from the yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah. I remember Angelo used to do that. Angelo Bowers would like start his set, and then he would keep pacing back and forth, and then literally walk off stage, <laughs> and then go around the back and come back. I, I like, loved that. That, that? The, I mean, that room. I loved watching Angelo in that room. It was it was it was built for him. That, yeah. that they had a show there where they roasted Laura for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And Angela was it was me and Angelo and someone else. Angela was so good. Yeah. But it was just he kind of just used his pre existing roast jokes like he just was like yeah, just, Laura looks like Seal's face or whatever it was. <laughs> like it wasn't even super different. Yeah. <laughs> but still funny. So really it's okay. When did you start stand up? Uh, November of 2007. Oh, so it's okay. been, yeah, I literally just hit like six years. You're still floor. really new. Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, Marietta, Georgia. What is that? Is that a state? <laughs> Marietta, Georgia. What's Marietta about? Marietta is a, a town about 30 miles northwest of Atlanta. Sounds um, already very sketchy. It, well, here's the thing. Like I'm picturing that movie Gummo. No, okay, parts of it, yes. Yeah. Okay, so the thing about Marietta is that technically it's really small, but mm-hmm. then there's just a bunch of land a- around it. People are like, this is Marietta too, just because like, like <laughs> No one claimed it. Yeah. It's now ours. Because like actual Marietta is kind of a dump, and then like that's where I grew up, and then there's... You have a quad runner? Huh? No. Shit, no? All my friends in junior year of high school though so like i the town is pretty segregated actually so there's like a white part and a black part and i like right. lived in between or i would like bounce back and forth between them and then like when i lived in the black part i would have to like catch the city bus to go to school and like all this stuff but uh all my friends in 11th grade like found out you could just buy like dirt bikes for like $2,500. Yeah. So they all bought them. Like, do you want to buy one? And I was working at McDonald's at the time. And I was just yeah. like, it would literally take me four years. To get $2,500. So they all bought one. And then um, they went to... Uh, Where the hell were they working? Where they're like, we're just going to go buy some dirt bikes. Dude, it, that's another thing about the city. It's super weird. Like, so there's just like a bunch of poor kids and then there's just a bunch of rich kids right. too. So it's like my school had a, my high school had a Coke problem and then a meth problem because like <laughs> uh, the, the rich poor and poor kids were yeah. trying to be like the, the, the poor kids were trying to be like the rich the kids. The poor kids yeah. used to just dream of getting the baggies mixed up. Right, like, yeah, oh, yeah. wouldn't it be great oh, if God, one day our powders got <laughs> switched? Wouldn't that just be the best? <laughs> 
Oh man, I think I got a little bit of coke in mine. <laughs> <laughs> this we is what it's like to be rich high. <laughs> and like, I'm not even kidding. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah, wow. exactly. There was like, we used to have drug dogs. There was a thing where like, were they the same dealers or huh? different dealers? No, it was, it was usually the same deal. Like the meth kids would like make their own. Like it was. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then the coke kids would like buy them. I love like, ingenuity. Downtown. Yeah. <laughs> I love crafting. Here's here's some ingenuity for you. So. The meth kids used to do a thing. This is 100% true. This isn't like some urban legend. Yeah. Uh, it happened in my class that the kids would start uh, taking the erasers and uh, the tops off of mechanical pencils. Right. And then put meth in it and then just like do little clicks and bumps off their desk. Dang. Whoa. Uh, and then it became like they, my school banned mechanical pencils. Because so every time the that, teacher would hear a yeah, and they'd go, who's doing meth? Who's doing meth back there? Are you doing are you doing math in the background yeah. right now in world history? Man, we're taking we're out here taking Pantech bumps, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all ju- juiced up on dicks and Ticonderogas. Yeah. I'm fucked up on zebra right now. <laughs> Dude, it was nu- it was legitimately nuts. And I remember like telling my mom, and she was like, "It's still the better school." <laughs> what was the worst like, school doing heroin? Uh, no, like she just it was like okay, so the high school I should have gone to was Wheeler. Which was like the black high school. That's where, yeah. like, okay, so like my high school pretty much fostered kids that it's just like, okay, you're gonna go, I don't know, work at Lockheed Martin or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? But like in accounting, you're not like gonna go my to grandfather. Out. Really? Mm-hmm. There you go. Forehead. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Wheeler is like the place where they literally, like, coaches would just drive around Atlanta and just be like, Hey, poor black kid, you want to go to high school and get into college? And they're like, yep. So, like, Wheeler. Like, if you were over six feet tall, they were like, hey. Dude, like, like, NBA stars' kids went to Wheeler. Like, Patrick Ewing. Oh, yeah, Marietta High. I've heard of, now I think of it, I've heard of Marietta High. Yeah. yeah. Has, like, a dominant basketball team. Now that you're like, it's humongous. Yeah. Like, Marietta High now, like. It's like Long Beach Poly out here. They bought. Like Marriott High was just like a regular high school, and then they because they started getting so much money from their student athletes that they bought an old college. So if you go, oh shit, it's, gig- it's the biggest high school you'll ever see. There's like wow. multiple buildings and like Whoa. dude, it's gigantic. They have a sorry, they have a quad. You know, <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's like dorms. <laughs> yeah, Are you live at your high school. <laughs> it's like um, yeah, you don't get a locker, you get a room. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like wow, cool. I have a parking yeah. space. <laughs> that was a, they did a right. It's the only high school that gives you health insurance. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a yeah. chapel I can get yeah. married. No, dude, I, but honestly, like that's a real thing. Is that wow. a chapel? It's like that's crazy. Even, yeah, dude, it's gigantic. I remember when I first graduated. Like I graduated and then I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design for four days and then was just that's like, a good art school. Yeah, I I, le- I got I was just like I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. What were you gonna, were you ma- gonna be? Uh, I was getting. I was gonna major in sequential art. Oh, I, Kevin, I what is sequential do, art? I don't know. Yeah. Artist. They uh, have that as a major there. Mm-hmm. Whoa! You wow. could do that. You could major in that and in comic book writing. Like it was a. It was a pretty big deal. But the way they played Whoa. it was, uh, you do sequential art, but you could focus in comic books where you get focus in storyboarding for movies. You know that seems to be a thing that's like just go get a shitty job at a comic book company. Yeah. Like, just go intern. Yeah, yeah. You're basically giving them a hundred grand. Exactly. To go, to then go get the same job you would have gotten four years prior exactly. and not have the debt. No. So that's why you got out of there. Yeah, I was just like, it's, it, like, 
I got there and I realized that, and this is, I hope I don't sound pretentious, but like I hope you do. Day, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, like who can really teach art? You know what I mean? Like I feel like you, if you want to draw a circle, you can read a book. You know what I mean? Like I feel like. I don't know. As someone who went to art school, do you agree or disagree, Kevin? I don't know that you can teach. You can teach drawing for sure. Yeah. I think it's just about like exposure. It's about someone there to like shepherd your exposure in a weird way. Like, oh, hey, you seem to be into this. Go look at this. And then to kind of push you. I did learn a lot faster in art school just because I was surrounded by people that knew so much more than me. And they taught me like drawing shortcuts. Right. Okay. But that's not really teaching art. That's teaching like uh, that's teaching like you know draftsmanship yeah well another, sort of different another problem with scad though is that it w- at the time it was just a place where people went when they didn't know what they wanted to do so oh, it okay was like, it was like an art school but like I, like dude, i got like a scholarship like i submitted a portfolio and all that stuff so like they were like oh my god yeah you know cool like you know what you're doing but everyone else when i like got into class it was just kids like Doing meth Teach, out of pens. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of Prismacolor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys uh, are doing Pantech books? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I got away from this. Yeah. <laughs> that was not how my art school was yeah. at all. Wait, where'd you go? Art Center College of Design. Pasadena? Yeah. Nice. And those, That's a good one, though. It, yeah, and those it, those kids were so serious. It was like almost a bummer. But see, no, but see, that I feel like I might have stayed had that been the case. Oh, it, that school at the time was sort of culty. It was really? like it was like it, we we thought we were really something, okay. which we, you know we weren't. No one really is. <laughs> there, you, no one's any good in school, really, right, comparatively yeah. speaking. Right. But you thought you were like yeah, you're you're part, you're one of the the finest institutions. Like they really sold it to you. Like you're the you're some of the few, and you're, it, it, you're you like the Harvard like, ah. of art schools or whatever. Yeah, I mean right. at the time that they used to ca- kind of call it that. Oh really? And but you know, there's a lot of really good art, and the best art school in the country isn't Art Center; it's RISD. Yeah, I was just about RISD, to say Chica- that. and Chicago are re- are tremendous. Cal Arts is great. What's the Chicago one called? Chicago's Art Institute, CAI or something. That's uh-huh. a tremendously good one. Yeah, but yeah, Art Center was very very culty like that, where they they really were like, you have no idea, <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea why you're here. You're like, I, yeah, I kind of wait. Do I have to leave? <laughs> like it made you feel weird. I almost wish there was more kind of mushiness. And more kind of like, what should we all do? Should we just hang out and like be a little more open? Like you were so you were too competitive. I felt I was really really competitive. Really, it was all about like there was like a student gallery, so you had to get like if I was like I have to get in first semester yeah. to like I have to get into like the student gallery. Did yeah. you? Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> Self portrait people. Got in. Really? <laughs> they put it in the school catalog. Wait, do you Suck. still have it? Um, um, my grandma had it. I don't know where it is now. Can we oh. Google it? No. I have it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is pre-Google. I just want to know how big it got yeah. that people like it was in books. It was on no, the No, it was just in that they put it in the catalog, which was very, I mean, for me, that was so exciting. That's yeah. Oh, the school catalog. The school catalog. Oh, I thought you meant like a, that's why I asked if we no, could no, no, Google it. No, 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 it was they put it in the school okay, catalog. Okay. I mean, I could not have even, I had to just hide my yeah. excitement the entire time. And then my gra- my grandma had it. It might be at some it's might be at my my stepmom's house somewhere. Okay. But you know, now I look at it I'm just like Ugh. Yeah, I mean that's everything. Like looking at your first jokes. Also so it's a self portrait, like, so you're Whoa. just like I definitely tried to make myself look better looking. Uh, for uh, sure. I when I do self portraits, the first thing I do is place the acne exactly where it goes. <laughs> I, want, I want to make sure that people know like that. You know, now. I never noticed you had acne until you fucking said it a couple times. 
Really? Yeah. yeah oh, I'm yeah. only noticing it right now. Yeah, really? see, yeah. it's not well, even now. A... Well, now it's these are scars, but like oh. I had even... it really bad. Like, yeah, that's I... what I mean. Actually, yeah, the yeah. scar. Like I never noticed it until yeah. you made a couple jokes on Twitter and then something in person, and then I was like. Oh, like I had to like yeah. start to look, and I'm like, I would have never known if he didn't I, say I so. I mean, one of my favorite things about what you do on Twitter is constantly telling people they're ugly, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. or explaining in which the reasons why someone is ugly, <laughs> or why yeah. they should know they're ugly, or if if you've done this, you're probably ugly. Yeah, like it's so fucking good to me because it's so mean, that, but so clearly that, fake. That's why it's funny to me because yeah. I. I picture you dancing while you're saying it out loud. <laughs> like, if you on Nextel, you ugly. Like, it's that stupid, but it's so specific. What's your Twitter for everybody? Oh, sorry. Twitter? It's uh, Yasser underscore Lester. So it's Y-A-S-S-I-R underscore L-E-S-T-E-R. That's uh, ethnic underscore ethnic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black Follow him. He's very yeah. funny. <laughs> this is actually the longest I think you've ever gone without tweeting since we started this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude, you tweet a lot. Dude, you and you're one of the only people I follow that, like, that tweet that much and, and I will actually go, oh yeah, I'm still going to follow Dude, him. I'm not even kidding. Anytime I like go on there and it says like I've lost 10 followers, I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. 100% understand. <laughs> you and, but who cares? You and Jamar neighbors are on some same, like you guys go in what I call screeds. You just, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. You, it is a shotgun, but it's a lot of it's very good. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Twitter to me is <laughs> like, I've never felt so at home with mm-hmm. one thing in my entire life yeah. because you can't, just say your thoughts all the time. No, and now you can. Comes along oh. and it's like, dude, literally say whatever you want. I'm I like, remember oh I I got on really really late, uh-huh. and then after like five days, I got a text from Neil that just said, "Can you believe how much you like Twitter?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "No, I can't. It's so great, <laughs> dude." Okay, so by the way, uh, uh, my lady friend, mm-hmm. um, I was telling her that I was going to do the podcast, and she was like. Those two are like my favorite on Twitter. And I was oh, like, snap. really? And she's like, nice. yeah, Kevin Christie and Nick Yusuf are so funny. Nice. Oh, she also says Jake Weisman, so I have to say Jake Weisman too. Hey, fuck him. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, Nick Weisman is very good on he Twitter. Yeah. We, have to make sure, we, keep, we keep telling ourselves to text him to have him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, we don't so, do we it. We got to do it. His Instagram is funny too. Where it's just, just pictures oh, of knives. knives. Yeah. You know, when I'm, honestly, it was like an honor. He used my knife. When I'm, he used my knife in one of the pictures, I was like, "Oh my god, really? Yeah, like Thank this you. is this is." I felt literally honored. Like I think that shit. His Instagram is approaching art, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, absolutely. That shit's art to it me. Absolutely, yeah. it's very he's, good. He's one of the only like. There are a few people that I say like that are brilliant in in a uh, faction of what they do. And yeah, Wiseman on Instagram. I'm just like yeah. literally, and I know what's coming every single of course. time. I didn't know I him. Cry. I didn't know him at all. I don't even know how I started following him on Twitter. But then I went to his Instagram and I was like, oh, it's all knives. Oh. This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this guy fucking gets it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, you really, you're like, oh, you get it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you fucking get yeah, it. Yeah. There's no faces, it's just knife. No. <laughs> <laughs> the captions are always great, too. It's just like Mother's yeah. Day. And then it's just, it's just <laughs> Mother's Day. And then uh, Megan Amram. She's great. Dude, every single Thursday, she posts the exact same throwback <laughs> yeah. Thursday. Which it doesn't yeah. look old. That's what's so funny to me. Like I just love. I it. was trying to explain to someone. I got a. I got two faves from her in two days, and I was like, "This matters to me." Oh, like absolutely. that lady makes me laugh, dude. She is yeah. like in real life. I like I, you know I know her or whatever, and 
she I, just, I can't even be around her because i start smiling too hard there are those people that there are those people that have the key to where you're like don't laugh too hard yeah you're gonna my, one of mine is is i'm having dinner with her and her husband tonight is leslie grossman who's an yeah. actress that we're gonna have on the podcast and she just gives me the giggle pants really? and i can't we and sort of i give her the same giggle pants so, but i can't i feel dumb being around her it's like <laughs> <laughs> like I start to like I I just she, like I laugh so hard around them. And David Allen Greer is like that. Really, when he comes and does our show, I have to like in the green room be like, hey, stay calm, Kevin, because he's funny yeah. from the moment he walks in, dude. Yeah. And he's just constant boom, boom, oh, boom, yeah. boom, boom. And you're just like, this guy is just like, yeah. this is like a, re- a real comedian. George Wallace was like that. He came yeah. and did Neil's show, and, yeah. and oh, he yeah. was just like he was kind of giving me the business about yeah. my pad, and it was just great. He was like, look, Kevin, on, on page one. I want to see what's on page two. What do you got on page two? Like that just came. I was like, this is so great. Yeah, I met him in Vegas. And he's just like, he just doesn't stop. And yeah. you really think you're just going to be like, all right, we're going to sit. We're going to have lunch. It's right. like, Well, dude. that's a guy that's his job has been to be funny for like 35 mm-hmm. straight years. Like he did our show and he, he went on last, of course. And as soon as he got on stage, Neil and I were like, how long is he going to do? There's no he hasn't done 15 minutes in 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And he did just he did 40 minutes like he was like it was nothing. It felt like 10 and it was just you're like yeah, he just he know he knows what he's doing in front of a crowd so well. It's just like, oh, you feel more comfortable there than almost than any other place in the world. Yeah. Anyone doing it that long, yeah. If you're like, oh, stretch, you'd be like, so like another hour and a half. What, what, what <laughs> yeah, like literally. Like, what you what could... kind of stretching are we? <laughs> yeah, li- he could stretch for five hours. That is, yeah. God, that is so psychotic. It's yeah. so dope. I've heard like guys like even like Brian Regan will be like some comic that lives in wherever the Midwest, you know, would see him on the road. Where you're going to see him do a long yeah. set, and he's like, I saw him do the eight o'clock show. Did like an hour, hour fifteen of just awesome shit. And then the next show, the 10 o'clock show, a completely different hour and 15. Yeah. We're like, yeah, I mean, guy's been doing it 25 years. That's like nothing to him. He's I like, like I'm going to switch it up a bit by doing a completely different <laughs> I watched 70- one of Brian Regan's hours that had just come out, and then I went to see him at the Wiltern, and it was a new hour and a half. Yeah. And it was really like, all right, I'd never heard any of those jokes. That's... That's so dope. Yeah, I hate him. I hate him. Look, hate Br- him. Brian Regan is like he. I. I. It's like he's become one of those guys to me that it's. It's. It was a waste of time to try to compare yourself to. Yeah, like it's just too good. Yeah, yeah. you do can't it. do it. Well, because I remember someone was telling me about because like you know again being from Georgia, it's not like people is there a comedy like, scene out there? Did you even now try it? There is. When I did one open mic when I was nineteen out okay. there at a place called the Funny Farm, and they made it a contest. Which it, you, me and Nick, we've had this conversation. Where yeah, did you win? Contest. I did not. Um, a girl won. I remember it was this uh, this sister and her <laughs> jokes. Her joke was uh, at the time Ashanti was really big. Yeah, and her joke was <laughs> she was like Ashanti got this song called Baby Baby Baby. Every time I hear that song, I'm like, damn bitch, how many kids you got? And she, and she won a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like on the spot. The yeah. host was like, "Here, yeah. <laughs> like, here's your money, guys. Uh, we're, whoever's next, you're not going to win. You can still yeah. perform. <laughs> yeah, but we're like shutting you, it down. Like, uh, raise your hand if you think you can top that joke <laughs> yeah. and be a liar. Ain't nobody beat Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that so I went up and I remember. I was just horrible, and I, I like I knew I was gonna be horrible, so I was okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember I got off stage, and again, there's just like niggas in Atlanta are just psychopaths because they just everyone thinks they're wise if they're over the age of 31. Yeah. So like, I walk off stage, and this dude is just like, Psst, 
man, you had some real cool stuff, man. But uh, <laughs> you need to watch what I do right quick. Oh, like, okay. man. So he goes on stage. And by the way, at the, the funny farm at the time, the stage was set up like a living room. Okay. There's a couch. There's uh, so it the, was the flappers of Georgia, right? Exactly. Okay. So there's a nightstand. There's a fake potted plant on the nightstand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there's a lamp. Mm-hmm, Dude mm-hmm. gets up and he's like, "Look at this couch, man! It's an old ass couch. Ain't nobody sitting on that couch and this plant. It's an old ass plant, man. <laughs> this ain't even a real plant. And this lamp. It's an old ass <laughs> lamp." Ain't nobody using this lamp. And he did that for every item on the stage. <laughs> that was a set? I just sat there, yeah. And then he came off and he's just he walks right up to me. He's like, see how comfortable I was? <laughs> I, was like, I quit. I quit. If this is the end, I'm going to I 100% quit. Right. Um, Good Lord. So at the time, no, Man, there wasn't a scene in Atlanta. Jeez, there was just guys listing things yeah, that are on the stage. That and talking about Ashanti. It was crazy. He wow. was playing I Spy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he, there's, to be honest, had that Ashanti girl not gone up, he might have won. Like there's a good chance <laughs> he would have won. <laughs> Do you remember your jokes from that set? I remember. Oh god, I remember. I I don't remember the specific jokes. I remember like the premises. One of them was like me being scared to do coke, okay. but like it I, might I be mess. Well, yeah, right? but I would like I could do it gradually. So it's just like I'm just gonna sniff a hundred dollar bills because they all have traces of drugs and people are like boo (laughs) by the way i'm 19 at the time and then i did a joke it's like i'm just really scared of turning 40 y'all and everyone's like what like (laughs) in 21 years (laughs) and then i was i said because i didn't want to get my prostate checked then Two minute act out of me getting my prostate ah, wow, yeah. and liking it. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's that's pretty edgy though. Hey yeah. man, liking I, I something come, in your butt in front of yeah. a predominantly black audience. Yeah, man, that's edgy stuff. At nineteen, just really how did that go over? Oh my god, dude, <laughs> I literally have never heard silence like that in my entire <laughs> like. Wow, it was like. <laughs> I was breathing it in. You know what I mean? Like I just like I can literally I was just like, oh my God, it's this silence is like legitimately palpable. (laughs) Like, you know, like it was so intense. And the thing was is that like everyone else said, you know, we get chuckles and I was like, oh they're gonna love your boy. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just went up there and like like it would have been there would have been more noise in the room had everyone gotten up and left during my set. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, like yeah, I'm my, getting a reaction. The room was empty when I went up. It would have had more noise. There's was, a kind of bombing that's even different than just having new bad jokes. Like I remember bombing because I had a, not a single good joke. Right. You know that went on for years. Yeah. But there's a kind of bombing where it's not only are your jokes not that good, but you couldn't be in like more of a wrong room. Like, yeah. the crowd couldn't be less interested in, in yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And that's an even separate kind of bombing where they stop even pretending you're on stage anymore. Yeah. They just are like, oh, this isn't, we're not going to just, we're not going to do this. Yeah, right yeah. Now. dude, I was at, uh, you guys know the J-Spot? I've heard about it. The J-Spot yeah. is like the blackest club ever. Yeah. Ever. And it's like down in Inglewood um, by the airport. And they, it's uh, in the airport. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was doing. I it's did, the uh, airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's terminal it's three. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I do uh, this show at the comedy store called Crack 'Em Up Thursdays pretty regularly, yeah. 
And uh, the booker for that also books the J spot. She's like, someone dropped out. I, I'm going to need you. I was okay. like, okay, cool. So I show up. And they tell me I'm going first. I was like, that's fine. Yeah. The host goes up. And by the way, like, I, I'm kind of cocky when it comes to black audiences because, like, I'm light-skinned. And, like, I'm always just like, they've never heard anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I usually, like, that usually goes over pretty well. But this time... Uh, the host was just lit, and I, I don't mean this like in any other way, but literally, he's just dancing the other t- the whole time. He's just like, mm. "You niggas ready to laugh?" <laughs> and like booty pop, and the girl's like, "It's my birthday!" And he brings her on stage and gives her a lap dance. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, your first comic, Mary <laughs> oh, Jordan." And I was just like, "No!" <laughs> and I went up there, and at the time. Which is still really stupid. They had gold curtains. Right. And I was just like... And you're like, look at these gold curtains. Yeah, no one's using these gold ass, curtains. <laughs> these old ass gold curtains. Ain't real gold. So I like go up there. I You know, I try riffing on the curtains. Because <laughs> of what you'd remembered yeah, from your yeah, Marietta exactly. training. Yeah, from my mentor. Yeah, yeah. from your mentor. <laughs> Marietta Darnell. Yes, sir, you got this. Just be comfortable. <laughs> It's a living room. List the <laughs> items on the stage. It's Talk your about living how room. old they are. Oh my god! The Ashanti <laughs> joke is for everyone. <laughs> if you need it, everyone loves Ashanti. <laughs> um, so, like, I riff on the curtains. That doesn't work. And then, <laughs> yeah, I just, like, let's think about that as a sentence. Yeah, I riff on I the, curtains, the curtains. It doesn't that work. Doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Would you feel like if someone's like, "Oh my god, there's gold curtains," you're like, "Yeah, that, that's hilarious." Yeah. yeah, but no, they weren't no. feeling it. So then I go into my jokes. And like, you know that thing where you're just, especially if you're just telling a joke for so long that you know where to pause for the laugh. Not even the punchline, but just in your your cadence, yeah. you know where that's. So I just keep doing that, and it's just so quiet. <laughs> just like, okay, just power yeah. through. Then here's some go. To- He's ruining her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then very close to that, um, I'm I'm still telling jokes. There's a couple sitting right in front of me. And the woman looks at her husband. She goes, what do you think about these wings? And then they just start ordering dinner. Then the girl in the back, whose birthday it was, goes, next. Oh, next. Jesus. Next. Damn. And I was just like, okay, you guys, thank you so much. <laughs> and then That's I'll- a kind of heckle that you can't really... There's no. What are you gonna be like? Oh no, I'm stand. Yeah, like, <laughs> like people wow. they hate you. And she's how not long even was your set supposed to be, dude? I did 15 minutes of just. It was the longest 15 minutes of my and, entire life. And they didn't. They didn't like try and cut me short. They were like, let him. I've had someone out. say. I've had a woman uh, say next, like a drunk woman. Yeah. Go like, or no, she. The light came on. She's like, you got the light. Yeah. Like that. Oh, that happened to me in Mesquite, yeah. Nevada. A woman literally. Uh, I was on stage. The light came on, and I was doing fine, by the way. Like there was no indicator uh, that I that something was wrong. Yeah. Curtain bit did well. Curtain bit. Oh my god, mesquite crowds love it. And I was just like, I was at the J spot. They had a gold curtain. They're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a weird design choice. It's yeah. right. right. <laughs> it should be black. <laughs> Whose birthday was it? Yeah. <laughs> um, you so guys know the J spot, and they're like, yes. Yeah! <laughs> Um, so I'm on stage and I get the light 
And I'm literally right. I, I, to the point where I'm saying like, okay, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. This woman charges from the back of the room. And it was a bit, you know, it's a casino. So it's pretty big. And, uh, I thought it was like some weird Malcolm X moment where she's going to be like, get your hand out of my pocket. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot me or whatever. Um, who's Malcolm X? <laughs> is that a rapper okay did you guys see them you remember the malcolm was x he movie? the 10th malcolm yeah no, he, was, he was the uh he replaced david ruffin in the okay. temptation okay okay, so, okay yeah. great <laughs> great so this woman r- charges the stage and i'm like dude someone's about to attack me like i yeah. got freaked out yeah and then she just stands right in front of the stage and she's just like get the fuck off the stage get off the stage red lights on you suck you suck. Oh my you god. Suck. You suck. And she's just giving me the middle finger. Do you guys know Tom Clark? Yeah, yeah. Tom Clark is the headliner and is sitting on the side of the stage laughing and <laughs> films it. So I have it. If you if oh, anybody yeah. needs proof, I will email it to you. I want to yeah. see it. Dude, it is psychotic. And I was just like, uh, what like what, what like because it wasn't even a thing where I could like be funny in the moment because I was so thrown off. I was like, this isn't happening. So then yeah. we were like I, I eventually, you know, like you know, just start like making fun of like her name and like dumb stuff, and so yeah. people start laughing again. But it was so scary. It was like legitimately scary. And she goes, "I asked her what her name was, and she goes, my name is Curly, like Sue, not like a stooge.' Which is like she had that plan. Like that's just like people are so weird. People are so weird, and then they just go out in public. Like I would never. I, th- I really there's something about a stand up show. That triggers something in a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're like, it's a forum to speak, and but then they they don't have control over it. Someone's talking at them, yeah. and then if the person says anything they don't like, whether or not it's funny or not, they're just like, well, it it like triggers a thing. It's like it, looking at like if you're prone to seizures and you look at bright lights and they just make <laughs> you seize. It's the same thing when you're watching a comic yeah. and you're a crazy person. Just You see them be animated and they're yelling into yeah. a mic and they're all pissed and like, I can't. This guy's, this is about me. Yeah. And then they get up and go, hey, fuck you, pal. Quit yelling at me. You're like, dude, I'm just, this is for everybody. Yeah. Why are you like this? I dude. notice in every, anytime I perform for a crowd larger than uh, 100 people or 50 people even, there's someone in the crowd mad at me. Oh, yeah. Like uh, you'll see it in their face. They're just mm-hmm. like, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and you and, and especially in my head, I'm like, I'm talking about MC Hammer up here. Like, this right. is not some big <laughs> yeah. shit. I yeah. got a joke about food. Like, yeah. what are you mad yeah. about? And I'm but not they, I look the at them. This yeah. isn't like a Yeah, like I'll look them in the face. I'm like, oh, you're legitimately mad at my existence yeah, right yeah. now. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird because like, and especially for me, like, I for the most part just talk about how stupid and ugly I am. You know what I mean? Like, and people are still just like, I don't like him. Yeah. I agree. I agree with everything he's I'm gonna kill him. Like someone I did uh the- I would you know, I I think young intelligence makes some people mad. You think so? Well it just probably comes across as smug. But the thing You're is- not an unconfident person, so the part of, part of them is just like you young bastard. But the thing, like, I mean, not that I'm, like, super old, but people think I'm, like, 24, and it's like, I'm 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so people assume that I'm just like, huh, he's talking about books, and he's yeah. a kid, you know? And it's yeah. like that I've, I've been alive for a little bit, you know? Yeah, but unless you say that, like, I used, to, I will sometimes try to talk about, like, being older, and I don't necessarily, I don't know, I, I, maybe I look my age now, but for a long time I didn't. 
and it just couldn't do it. The bits like didn't work. Yeah, I couldn't do a bit about prostate exams or, or yeah. like getting older and like anything like that because it was like yeah. you don't look that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't fit. It was actually it was I mean, not that we even have to talk about, it, but I was shocked when you told me your age because I still think you're like a year tops older than me. Mm-mm. No, that's nuts. I'm just dying. <laughs> By yeah. the way, I'm only 29. I'm not actually 30. I just felt when like do you turn 30? Uh, June. You okay. kill yourself? No, not <laughs> you know. To be honest, and this is a legitimate. I, when I was seven years old, I used to pray to God every night, and I don't know why. I used to pray to God every single night. You don't know why you pray to a God? No. Neither <laughs> do I. Because I do. No. Why were you I wasting that time? Yeah. I prayed every single night that God would kill me before high school. <laughs> why? I have. I don't remember At the seven, reason. seven, you don't no. even know what high school is. Exactly. And now what I movie cannot, had you seen that I ruined you? I don't know, but I remember being like, dude, God, I know I can't make it to high school. Like, you have to kill me. And every single night, just saying that prayer like kill me before high school i used to think that i would never live to see the age of 18 because it was like i had i was like there's no way i'm gonna live because i thought 18 was like the future and like it'll be the year 2000 and there's either gonna be like crazy futuristic shit or like a world war because i'd watch all these movies yeah like those sci-fi movies and i'm like there's no way i'm gonna live to there's no way there'll be a world by then because it'll just be too impossibly out there and crazy. Yeah, I no. thought that was, shit was real. No, absolutely. So they've I'm like, been, I'm not going to be alive yeah. at 18. There's yeah. no way. They've been selling us, they've been selling young people apocalypse for uh, yeah. 30 years yeah, now. Yeah. I bought right into that. I was oh, scared of the year I remember 2000. That, remember that, there was that bad religion song, 10 in 2010, where it's like, there's going to be 10 billion people in 2010. It's like, no, there's not. Yeah. yeah. There's 7 billion people. You're off by 3, <laughs> three billion. billion. <laughs> Granted, way too many people on the planet. Yeah, yeah, but no. still, it was like, all right. It's like, we're not eating each other's faces yet. yet. Yeah. And I mean, for the sake of talking about overpopulation, it's only overpopulated in the in terms of the way we settle. Because China actually has a ton of land that people just don't live on. There's an empty fucking city. Yeah. They built like a hot... It looks like Century City. Yeah, I know. They it's built so Century scary. City and it is empty. It's yeah. a ghost... So it's weird. ghost Century City. But didn't they say that it's supposed to be for future use is from what I mean I that read. sounds like some some China government shit yeah <laughs> yeah exactly, like man. like yeah, why would you do that like why would you do no this build this is a layaway building it's right? hard to tell because governments like that are just like no no one ever dies here you're like whatever <laughs> <laughs> not even of old age yeah. we don't know we no, solved that no, we cured we're that we're literally all the yeah. we're all young we've and alive all been here yeah. for so long. no one ever dies that sounds like <laughs> Kim Jong Il's like golf score where like yeah he uh, got 16 holes in one you're like that wait was, what dude okay and I'm not here to I love that shit. Sympathize with it. Too. Yeah. I was just like, he rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, if I was a leader, like, granted, I wouldn't be gassing my own people. Yeah. But if anybody asked me any fact about my sec- myself, I'd be like, I literally had sex with the moment I came out of my mother's room yeah, yeah, with yeah. the nurse. Yeah, like, I'd lie about every- I would- everything. And then yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I dare you to prove me wrong. And yeah, then they I would can't. kill him. It would, <laughs> it would be the best thing. Like, all his, all his everything were world records and he never played it again. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just I love yeah. the, I love that level of where it's 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 sixteen steps past even normal hubris. Yeah, he's like, no, tell everyone I'm eight feet tall. They're like, it's like you know? teenage, <laughs> it's teenage hubris. Yeah, where it's, it's like, the, it's yeah, the I, beat, I... I beat Mortal Kombat two in like an hour. They're like, why would you even lie about that? Like, yeah, it's the dumbest. I, I told my stepsisters that I had sex with a girl when I was like nine. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, I hadn't kissed a girl. Yeah, dude. I love that kind of lying. Dude. I lied once about we were, all went to Six Flags Magic Mountain, mm-hmm. and then Bullshit. the the big thing was like 
if you go with like a bunch of your guy friends, it's like no one can be afraid of any of the rides. Otherwise, you're a pussy and right. they're oh, going to ruin man. your day. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, remember when you were afraid of this? So we go on Batman, we go on all, and then they just opened Superman, which was one of those like yeah. it shoots you straight up into the air yeah. and you just free fall. And it was the biggest. Roller coaster, and the you tallest. land at the J spot, and you got. <laughs> <laughs> so we all so went, scary. and everyone wanted to go on it. We split up into like a few groups of people, and my friends came back, and I, I drifted off on my own because they had an arcade. I wanted to go play a couple yeah. games, and we all got back together later. Like, dude, how crazy was Superman? Did you guys go all go on Super? Oh, it was so nuts! And I realized I was like, I was the only one who didn't do it because I was afraid to do it. Because yeah. oh, any other roller coaster, I was down, but yeah. I'm like that free fall thing for yeah, some dude. reason. Yeah, and I just I sat there it. and I go, Yeah, guys, it was great. <laughs> And to this day, I still feel guilty about that. Because <laughs> no, it was the dumbest fucking lie. And I'm like, it's just a roller coaster. Dude, I... Okay, so I had the chance to lose my virginity when I was 12 years old to this girl named Crystal. Yeah. It's and always she, Crystal. It's always yeah, a Crystal. Always We've crystal. discussed this on this podcast before. Like, Crystal's always slutty. Yeah. Always. Always. Dude, this chick was like, hey, I want to give you your birthday present. It was at my birthday. I was turning 12. So I was technically 11 at the time. Jesus! Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm going to give you your birthday Marietta. present. Marietta. Yeah. No, yeah. So she's just like, come here. Or come, come. We were to- all smoking that pencil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, come to the uh, different apartment. It was like the, our friend Noel or something. Because Noel's parents weren't there. And I was like, okay. So I get over there. And it's just Crystal in the apartment. I grew up in apartment complexes, by the way. Okay. So. Uh, God, that's I so get- sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I get inside. It's just Crystal. And she's like, is she twelve too, dude? She was like fourteen. She was still dude, she very was upsetting. A, she was a woman. Okay. That's a, in like, teenage yeah. terms, that's a cougar. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> if you're twelve like, and she's fourteen, it's like this older lady. Yeah. Oh, by the way, a quick side note about Crystal. Um, on top of being like a very voluptuous fourteen-year-old, yeah. also used to glue a diamond to like her front right tooth. Fuck yeah, oh, dude. dude. She was out here. Like Fuck for yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. real. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. so she brings me inside and I'm like, where's my present? She's like right here. And I'm like, I don't see it, huh? <laughs> and then she just gets naked. Yes. And I was like, Whoa. That's too much at that Had age. Had you even She's seen like, porn at that age? Dude, I had seen one that my friend Darius brought over called The Back Door, and it was literally dudes just slamming chicks <laughs> in their back door. Wow. <laughs> so so at, th- at this point, you'd seen one porno, one porn. and now you're like, oh, there's a naked woman This is very important that I mention this. I was terrified of sex because of music. Like in R&B songs, they're always just like, this is what I'm going to do, and then do this to you <laughs> and i was I'm like there's how, how do you guys do you know I, mean? like, yeah. I was so scared just like, yeah and i like, have to eat a pussy like yeah. d- i digest it well, that, yeah. they're always mean? like girl you're gonna cry and i was just like i can't what they're gonna cry like, there's yeah. no way i'm gonna make her cry no, yeah. Yeah. i was terrified so she gets naked <laughs> and then she just like hugs me and like tries to like sit on me Oh. And I was just like, okay, I get a boner. Yeah. And then I'm like, can you hold on one second? She's like, yeah. And I stand up and I just take off and I run home fully aroused. And what? I'm just sitting in my room for like two hours by myself. My mom comes home from work. What did you do for those two hours? Dude, I was just like, I cannot believe that happened. I just cannot believe that happened. Uh, and this is before, you know, like cell phones and stuff. So it's just like, she's not, she didn't come, like after that, she's not going to come knock on my door like, baby, yeah. where does that yeah. You know, like, yeah. what wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can't text you like, pussy. Right, yeah, Where'd exactly. you go? <laughs> so I'm just sitting there. My mom comes home and uh, 
she's like why like i was literally like sitting in the dark by myself and she's like what are you doing <laughs> and I was just like nothing and she's like what's wrong i'm like nothing and my mom's like yeah sir what's wrong so and like well this diamond tooth girl her, yeah i end up telling her i was like look like you always told me to be honest about like this kind of stuff my mom was always very like my mom by the way this is a real thing that happened like we'd be walking down the street and one time i saw a busted jar of mayonnaise when i was like five years old and she had just given me the sex talk and my mom goes at five she yeah, gave she you goes, the sex talk yeah, yeah. Jeez. And she goes, that's what sperm looks like. And I remember Wait. everyone around us was like, <gasps> and I was like, uh, okay. Like, it was super weird. I remember. That's exactly. so young to get the sex talk, right? Dude. I'm waiting Pro- for the my projects, dog. Wow. <laughs> and you were still afraid of it at 12. I was, dude, I was terrified of it. Wow. So my mom keeps asking me what's wrong. I finally tell her, I'm like, look, Crystal tried to have sex with me and like I just couldn't go through with it. By the way, in my head, you had the exact same level of voice deepness. As a 12 year old. Hey, mom, mom Crystal yeah. tried to have dude, sex with me. My voice just changed. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm writing look, it out. Ma, I couldn't do it. Look, and then she goes, honey, just take that scarf off. <laughs> man up. That's when she gave, that's when she handed you the scarf scarf she was like whenever you get scared yeah. wrap this around you Babe. and that's me yeah it's literally just a folded security blanket yeah, yeah. No it's your blanket it's your blanket so i tell her like okay. crystal tried to have sex with me and i couldn't go through with it and she's like you know i just want to tell you that i'm like really really proud of you and she hugged me really tight and i went oh my god i should have had sex like that was my first thought i was like i definitely should have had oh, should've. sex absolutely yeah. i 100 percent yeah Dude, this girl was beautiful and yeah. then i went from that to my mom hugging me <laughs> and saying that i'm proud you didn't yeah. do it i you was should've. just like oh my god and then did you go like the next day we you like look no, we gotta do this no and crystal, said, you like, know what's so sad is crystal has been letting light-skinned black guys mistreat her Ever, ever yeah. since, dude, I'm not kidding. I let we moved out of that apartment complex, and I came back that like night. two years later. She, yeah, <laughs> she was. I remember she was walking past the playground, and she was wearing like a snakeskin like uh, mini skirt and like this really tight tank top. Whoa. She had her hair in cornrows and. So at this point, she was like 15 or 16. And the mm-hmm. diamond in her tooth is now so, a cubic no, zirconia. Yeah. <laughs> She's still gluing it. So you got to give her credit for right. keeping some consistency. But I remember these dudes, just these thugs who must have been, they were like 25 at least. Yeah. They were just like, Crystal, come by later. And she was like, okay. Uh, and I was just like, and she's oh, only 16 of them. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, God. It's just so weird when you like, when you move, I don't know if you guys like moved away from like neighborhoods you grew up in, but like, when you go back, everything is different, even though everything is exactly the same. Yeah, wow. I definitely. There's a dude that lives near, like I lived with my stepmom and dad for a little while in North Hollywood, and there's a dude that just like, where he just stayed in his house, uh-huh. and then like it was his parents' house, but then it's his. But like, he has like the same jacket. Like, dude has like the same leather jacket he had when he was 16, but now he's like probably 43. And like, the, there's like a similar car, and he's just like as excited to see me now as like just, it's it's you're like oh man, that's, that's legitimately crazy. Like, like he seriously same jacket, same black leather jacket, dude. And it's like that's all I need to know. Like yeah, I see yeah. for six seconds, I see that jacket. I'm like I know, I see it, I see the whole thing, dude. Ugh, that's what about you? Aren't you from out here? Yeah, we're from the same neighborhood. Really? Yeah. Same. You guys yeah. know each other growing up? No. No, no. We met in when we started comedy. Oh, okay, cool. We're both we, like, we're both in the same place? What the fuck? Did it's like 25 minutes north of here. Did y'all start at the same time? Mm-mm. I started um, before you, him. You started before me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Weren't you like a wonderkind of sorts? Like were you like, one of those dudes that could, Nick? Could you? Were you not like not allowed inside because you weren't twenty one? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't really? go. Uh, I couldn't go into the comedy store. I couldn't go into a lot of bars that did stand up shows. Or would they like let you on stage to do your set and then you had to leave? Comedy store, they let me in to do my set and then I had to go right back outside. Wow. Some bar shows were like, dude, we can't let you in here, man. And then a couple, there, were, there was a place called Bar Azure in okay. Culver City that ran like, they had a really great show there. Like Brian Keith Etheridge and Aaron Cater oh, wow. ran the show and they just filled it every week. Tons of comics. It was really good. They were friends with the bar owner who loved comedy and was like, listen, I'll let you in here and you can hang out and everything. You stay for the whole show. I don't want to like make you be the guy that's outside. But you got to promise I never see a drink in your hand ever. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, I knew better than to drink because I'm like, I, I'm, first of all, I'm 18, 19. Right, yeah. I can't. I, right. I can have zero alcohol yeah. in my body. If I get busted driving, license that's is it. gone. I can't. And I, at the time, I was living with my parents. Right, that's yeah. like to get from there to Hollywood was 25 minutes. Oh. And then I got to get to like Culver City, Santa Monica, right, yeah. the Valley. I'm like, and, I can't and, risk um, it. Also, Jesus. What do you mean? Why you shouldn't drink? Oh, yeah. Well, the good Lord's guidance. Yeah. Christ, I knew not to. <laughs> Christ is also. So I was like, look, you don't have to ever have to worry about that shit. And so there were a couple places like that. But for the most part, I couldn't. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of places that like, sorry, man. Can't, you know, can't do it. Dude, you got to perform somewhere nuts. else. Yeah. But this sounds like, like most places, most shows were at coffee shops anyway. Yeah. And shit like that. But. I don't know if I was a wonder kid or whatever, but I, I think people just thought it was impressive that I was like 18 or 19 and I was confident on stage. And yeah. I, I, I used to do like political jokes and I used to actually care about the world. I like, could not have done stand up at that age. Uh, I was 19 the first time I did it. I yeah. could not have done stand up at those really? ages. Nope. There's no way. Wait, why'd you, wh- how did you get into it? I was, I kind of, I acted first. Okay. And then, but I'd always, I'd never known any stand-up, so I just had no understanding of how it worked. And right. then I, I had been like writing jokes and kind of recording stuff. Yeah. And then I did a commercial with Bobby Lee. Really? And, and then I went and saw him do stand-up and then was like, I want, you know, I want to be a stand-up. And then he, you know, that kind of is how it happened. Wow. But like I did, I just didn't have, I'd been, you know, regurgitating stand-up since I was a kid. Right. Other people's jokes yeah, and yeah. stuff. And, but I just didn't know how to start. Huh. I never. I didn't know what an open mic was. I didn't yeah. know where any of it happened. I didn't know. I'd never heard of the comedy store. I mean, yeah. even growing up in LA, I didn't know what any of these places yeah. were. I thought stand up only really existed on TV. Yeah. I didn't have any understanding how, where anyone else saw you at all. Yeah. I'd never seen it, really. Yeah, I'd never seen it live. I knew what the comedy store was and I knew about it. And I was like, I got to get in at that place. That's like where real comedy happens. Yeah. Sex and stand up took me, it took me well into my 20s to, con- to climb those mountains. <laughs> That's funny. I, uh, I didn't even lose my virginity till a year after I started stand up. I didn't lose my virginity until I was twenty. And I was twenty two. Were you? Mm-hmm. The woman was thirty eight. Jeez, nice. And she refused to turn off the TV. What? Because it was an episode of South Park she hadn't seen. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Memories. <laughs> I remember th- again. This is thirty eight like, and nineteen. That's pretty great. Yeah, dude. So you lost it, right? I mean, you lost it to a woman that knows exactly what she was doing. Yeah, but she was a monster, dude. It's cool that you reconnected with Crystal, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A monster, like... What like, do you mean? She was monster. she was a monster. Like the way she looked, or like every she was everything. a sex monster. Both. Wow. Yeah. It was. It wasn't like I remember. Did you think about Crystal the whole time? Dude, I remember doing it and then just being like, I am not proud. Am not, Why did you like, do I it to, in the first? Where you were just like, fuck it, I want to lose my virginity. Okay, now. So here's what happened. So 
in when I went to high school, again, like I told you guys, I went to a different high school than I should have, like from a different feeder from my middle school. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So no one knew me. So when I first got there, I literally over the summer read a Cosmopolitan magazine and in it, it said that women secretly love men that have a ton of sexual experience. Like if, as long as they're confident in talking about it and don't seem like a sleaze bag. Okay. Yeah. It's like interesting. So I get to school and everyone's just like, so what's, what's your, what's your deal, kid? I'm like, I'm Yasser. I've, yeah. I've had I'm sex. I'm Yasser. I fuck a lot. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, I've I'm had Yasser. Sex. I've had sex. <laughs> they're like, oh, cool. Oh, that's the best. So yeah. then there was a girl named Ashley in my lit class freshman that's year. too much. I'm like, am I allowed to say her full name? No. Whatever. No. Okay. She matter. Won't. Her name was Ashley Weil. Yeah. And uh, they called her Doggy Style Weil. Yeah. Because her boyfriend, Ryan Becker, had sex with her in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, long and short of it, we sat next to each other in lit class. And she was, by the way, she was like one of the hot girls of the school. Did right? you get yeah. good grades? Me? Yeah. No. Lit class just sounded fancy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's what they call it. What'd they call it for you? Guys? English. English? English? Yeah. Oh, I called it. I mean, I was always in dub kid English. So. English lit and maybe... Yeah, yeah, okay. both. I mean, it depends on the region. Mine was called books, <laughs> <laughs> learning, um, Mad Libs. Yeah. That. Uh, that was my English class. Was it different for you guys? I don't know. Tackling literacy. Well, we also like our high school is weird. Like they set it up over like instead of classes, we have what were called blocks. So we, we only had four blocks a day, and it was Whoa. just like each thing was two hours. And you're like, I'm gonna kill that myself. That sounds so, so brutal. Um. So anyway, so Ashley sat next to me in lit class. Yeah. And dude, I like out of nowhere. We had never spoken before. She's like, I heard you've had sex before. Like, you're not a virgin. And I was like, Of course I'm not a virgin. <laughs> and she's like, Oh my God, finally. Like, everyone else in our grade like is a virgin. And I can't stand it. Like, so I can't gross. talk to anybody. Oh my God. About so this is it. working. This Cosmo like, thing is I'm working. I'm like, Yeah, I know. Everyone's just such a loser. Like, how have they not had sex? Like, yeah. that's all I do. That's all I do is have sex. <laughs> I'm just, I'm staying fucking. <laughs> She goes, I swear to God. She goes, what's your favorite part? And I was like, oh, like, what do you mean? Like, anatomy-wise? And she's like, no, like, in the act. Like, what's your favorite, like, thing doing? No, it's, like, your favorite thing Ugh. to, like, do. And the I was dreaded like, follow-up question. And so I, like, I'm panicking. And so I made... You knew her nickname at that point, though. Huh? Right? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> at this point. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had to say, like, I had to say something cool. So I, uh... I put, I made my hands into like this envelope shape like this to simulate a vagina. <laughs> yes. And then I started doing this where I kind of made it go like pulsate. And I was like, I love it like when a vagina does this. And she oh goes, God. what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, you know, when like the girl's like really turned on and like oh, man, it does that. Cool. And she's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And I'm like, it happens. And she's like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, Ashley, it happens. She's like, no, it doesn't. I have one. And I go, well, I'm the one looking at it all the time. So yeah. who are you to tell me that it doesn't happen? And she goes, I guess you're right. Oh, shit. And so for all of high school, people thought I was the had sex. And you were a vagina master. And I was a vagina master. 100%. By the way, the lie I told them is that I had sex with a girl during the movie Scream at a movie theater. <laughs> And so Ludacris had that song, What's Your Fantasy, come out while oh. I was in high school. And one of the lines is, sauna, jacuzzi, in the back row at the movies. 
and my friends used to sing it. And uh-huh. if I was around, they would point at me and be like, yeah. And I put my <laughs> arms out. And I was like, yeah, I like oh your boy. Did you eventually uh, get into the lie and like run with it? You're like, fuck yeah. Or the whole time were you like, four, oh, God. No, no. I was on like to the point where I was like, I have to convince myself I did this or it's going to Yeah, you have to apart. make it true. <laughs> OJ Simpson like, shit. Yeah. And, and it never like it never worked, though. Like it worked in terms of people believing me, but it never worked like I want to bang him. So I oh. never had sex. And then the night, like just like a bad American pie home, you know, video, yeah. uh, the night of graduation, like all my friends are just like, here's to the next step. And I'm like, by the way, I never had sex. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they all got mad at me. And they were like, this whole time we thought you were better than us, but you're, you're a bigger loser <laughs> because we've all had sex. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so then I did. So I didn't have sex there. I didn't have sex in the four days I was in college. Mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah. I started working at a used bookstore and that's where I met the monster that changed everything. Yeah. And she was just all about me. And I was just like, oh my God, I think this chick wants to have sex with me. Like I have to do it or I'm going to die. Like I'm <laughs> going to die if I don't have sex. Right. And then I did it and I was like, uh, should have done that. Wow. It was the worst. I love lies. I love Dude, fucking the young kid lie. Lying when you're young is the funniest. It's the because yeah. you never lie about anything important. Ever. No, I lied. My I lied to a kid. There was a picture in a skate magazine of like a guy who got his leg bruised really bad, <laughs> and so I'm in Taekwondo class. <laughs> And I'm talking to some random dude. I'm like, Did you, have you seen the new Thrasher? I don't even think he said yes. <laughs> I think he was like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, there's that picture in it of the that one guy's leg. And I was like, yeah, I was there. I just told him <laughs> I was there. I saw this thing. And he just went, he literally just went, oh, cool. And I was like, yeah. and I just oh, walked away like, man, he's going to tell everyone. He didn't even, he, he had no concept of what I was even saying. Yeah. I could have said any number of other things. Dude, I, lo- I just love that. I was. <laughs> well, why, why was I lying? Dude, why? Because you rule. There's so, <laughs> dude. I've lied about so many things in my life. People, have, I've had full conversations about movies that <laughs> I never saw. Never I, lied. I, I lie. I I used to lie and say I went to concerts. People, yeah. kids were always going to concerts in like junior high. Like I lied about seeing Aerosmith in eighth grade because everyone saw Aerosmith, and the, and yeah. I just what I did was I waited till like third period time to, to where I'd heard all the stories, uh, and then so I knew all the facts. And I was like, oh, man, wasn't it so cool for when the guy from L.A. Guns mooned the crowd? Because I knew that that had oh happened. Oh, my God, dude. That's brilliant. So I, I just I pretended I was there. Here's, this, here's a super pitiful effect about me. <laughs> the first concert I ever saw, I was 20, and it was at Stone Mountain Park, and I saw The Roots, uh-huh. but they were opening up for that group, The Donnas. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I remember The Donnas. Yeah. Yeah. I liked The Donnas. Yeah, yeah they were. Right. That yeah, drummer was so cute. Yeah. yeah. Then come on and take it out. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that was By the, the way, that's concert. the weirdest concert of all time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Roots pairing. opening for the Donnas? Yeah, 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 it was super weird. And the Roots were phenomenal, clearly. Yeah. But uh, the, that concert was curated by a coffee bean. It was No, it was <laughs> like 99X, which was like the rock station okay. in Atlanta. So, uh, oh, sorry. It's so a long short of it. That was the first concert I ever saw. I was, I was 20. But up until then, people, I was just like, oh, man, I just, you know, you know those people are just like, I love live music. Like, I don't hear music if it's live. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah me too. So, like, people would ask you, like, what concert I had been to. And I always lied. And I always said, I was like, I've only been to one concert. And they're like, oh, well, what concert was it? And I was like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live tour. <laughs> what? But it, 
I'd never been. I just said that because it was a concert I wanted to go to as a kid. So I lied That's and said so I funny. had been to it. Although it's impossible to investigate that lie because it's so weird. They're like, cool. Exactly. Yeah. It's, exactly. it's a sad lie. It's a very sad lie. Yeah. <laughs> But that's a lie. It's like saying, like, hey, have you ever had sex? And you're like, yeah, yeah, totally, with this one hole in the ground. And they're like, oh, well, great. That's yeah. really good for you. They're like, yeah, sir, sort of retarded. <laughs> Give him a break. I just, but I was just like, like, it just felt, that lie actually felt bad because, number one, I hadn't been to a concert. And then it was like something I legitimately wished I had been to. So it's just like it would That's be like so saying like funny. oh yeah i've been to disneyland a bunch with my father you were trying to like, like manifest <laughs> it like to the universe right, exactly teenage mutant ninja live tour yeah, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> i'm a beautiful man we all are that's why that's why we're here perfect <laughs> well dude so thanks for coming by dude, thanks for having me all yeah we barely <coughs> got into it you got to come back yeah okay let's let's really hash it out i feel like there's yeah. so much sadness to unlock yeah, yeah oh, no there is there's we're only at like the end of your teenagers right dude, we're now not, we you, haven't even we didn't delve into childhood really we gotta really shit. yeah we should it. do come back and we'll do a childhood one okay because you're really open about your childhood. i just want to hear more lies oh i got a ton of lies yeah oh, i got a ton of lies, lies we all tell oh my god so yeah. many skateboarding lies much like yourself. oh man right. all I, I don't know that i ever actually stood on one i just lied about i it. used to lie about doing kickflips never I landed lied, yeah. never landed one my never really? ever i never, never maybe halfway through a kickflip i was just like i can't i'm afraid i landed <laughs> i landed thought it would one. like flip into my nuts and like hurt <laughs> yeah, me no, that, I, i've actually had that i landed one on carpet that doesn't count really mm-hmm. i'm pretty good at them i can do a kickflip but I you're lying right now <laughs> i swear to god i have a skateboard in my trunk i have one in my <laughs> that's garage that's great do you really i uh and i bought it from a yard sale kickflip contest dude i <laughs> lied in high school and i've i've landed the trick since then but in high school, I told everyone that at Roswell Skate Park, when I was by myself, I landed uh, a kickflip into a nose manual and then a Jeez. nollie shove it out what the fuck? onto a fun box. You So you basically lied and said you, you landed a sequence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I actually have done now. Like It took me years to do oh, it wow. and I did it. And I did it on a curb. Like it, okay. it's actually, it's actually really. Easy. It's not. No, like it's a not. Super, no, it's well, not. Saying, That's not like, that easy. Not, it's not that easy. The nose manual shove it out isn't the isn't the hard part. That's the kick flip into the it. kick flip into. But it. you yeah. kick hard when you kick. Yeah. When you do the flip. You just you kick down instead of kicking. Yeah. Out. You just plant yeah, super hard. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, anyway, long and short of it, I told people that, and they're like, "Dude, Yasser landed the sickest trick." He's like sickest. Tony Hawk pro skater. Like that was like the thing at the time was just everyone just like trying to do stuff from Tony Hawk pro skater. Right. Also, I learned to skateboard from a Tony Hawk tutorial video. Those were good. Those were good. I Those tri- Tony Hawk's trick tips. Yeah. Those were good. Yeah. Those were good videos. And they were in the game. No, no, like no. They, they were on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is so like, I had to buy a video cassette. Oh, right. Okay. And I remember the guy. At the Willie s- Santos was in him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? Chris Markovich. Chris Markovich, yeah. It's the other one. But uh, the uh, the guy who sold it <laughs> to my mom was the manager of the skate um, store called Ambush. Cool. And so, like, I came in after, like, my mom had bought it. And uh, I was just like, hey, like, I'm, I'm trying to get some gear or whatever the, the terms were, you know. And uh, I told him my name. He's like, oh, didn't your mom, like, buy you that Tony Hawk video so you could, like, learn to skateboard instead of you just going out oh, and skateboarding? Skate shop oh. guys are the worst. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> don't even know what oh, you're yeah. talking I about. I thrash, dude. Yeah. I'm I an thrash. orphan, first of all. <laughs> 
That's why I skate. Yeah, I was raised by a skateboard. Yeah, I'm basically the Batman of skateboarding. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. But I yeah, did. So you got to come back. We'll do a whole like yeah. childhood oh, yeah. embarrassing stories getting into. You got anything? This will come out in like a w- couple weeks. No. You got anything you want to plug? No. People. Yeah, fuck me. it. Whatever. Your Twitter. We already covered yeah, that. Just go Twitter. to his Twitter. Yeah. Then yeah. Yasser underscore show. Lester at Twitter. Yeah. Just actually don't even look for me. Just find me through uh, Nick or Kevin's tweets. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I have added one of them yeah, recently. Yeah. yeah. With the word. Like when I got hurt, when I got, when I fucking got hit by a car and a bike and you're like, that's a good, he was a good person <laughs> for hitting you. You were defending <laughs> him. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. They're I good people. You were so bad. I was you so were pissed. so bad and you were like, Fuck this guy. Yeah, People, yeah. look before you open your doors. Yeah. And I was just like, why? He seems like a good dude. Why? Probably a good dude. <laughs> it, was, it was really the only thing that made me laugh during that. Because I was I was legitimately furious. No, because there was like, you did like 30 tweets about it. Like, I did it was, a bunch. It was a lot. I was like, oh shit. Because I to the point where, because I had only read that one. You know when like people tweet a bunch and you only see the first one? Right, right. So I only saw that one, so I responded to it. And then I like saw the other ones. I was like, oh, he's like, this is like a for real thing. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, okay. It honestly made, it was the only thing that made me laugh during that. Because that was the whole time I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna go back there and pick my bike up and just throw it through that fucking windshield. That would have been dope, by the way. Yeah, but then you defending the guy. I was, I was just like, he's son of a bitch. Wait, were you wearing the shorts when it happened? No, no, I was just dressed in regular clothes oh, okay, cool. and riding my. Well, that's why, stupid. What do you mean? I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> and just tell. riding down the street, and I got fucking doored by some dumb bitch. Okay, wait, hold on. So, did they open it before? So, like, did they open it and then bam, and you like went over, or like they as you were passing, bam? As I was, hit. as I was coming up, the lady okay. had parked already. Okay. And it was on a, a small street, just okay. one lane each side, and the cars are right there. So I'm riding, and then, you know, when you open your car door, you open it enough to put one foot out, then yeah, you yeah. swing the rest yeah, out yeah. and get out. So as I'm riding up there, I see the door open and a foot out. I'm like, fuck, that door's about to swing open. Yeah. And I tried to turn out, but the, the lane is so small, there was a car coming. I'm like, well, if I turn oh. out, I get hit by a car. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm fucked. Then the door swings open, and I had turned out just enough to where the right side of my bike and my pedal hit it. But I hit it so hard, I flipped around the car and slammed into another car, and my feet, my shoes were in cages. They weren't in, like, toe clips, because it's like a a street bike. So you put your feet in these, so you can just wear regular shoes. The cage of the... The pedal cage, like, I hit the car so hard, it, like, sliced into my shoe, like an inch. What? But there were, like, these new vans, so it didn't, like, it didn't cut into my foot. But had I been wearing shittier shit, it would have just cut my foot. And I get off my bike, and the car that I hit broke my fall. And I got my other foot out and landed. And I look around, I turn around, and this lady's just sitting there, like, with her eyes just bugged out. And I'm like, lady, I'm like, what the hell? She's like what are you doing? And she asked me what I'm doing. And I'm like, what am I doing? You just hit me with your car door. She's like, no, you hit me. And I'm like, how? I'm like, you got to look when you open yours. She's like, no, you got to (laughs) look. And then I walked over with my bike and I just balled my hand into a fist and just slammed her side view mirror, like was knocking on it as hard as I could. I'm like, use your fucking mirror, lady. And she's like, no, you have to, you have to look at it. I'm like, am I supposed to predict when car doors are opening? Right. Is that what you're asking me to do? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah. a- I'm yelling at her. And she's like, this isn't my problem. And I go, it's your problem. And then she walks around her car. 
opens the back door and like her kids are getting out. Oh, and I saw that. I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm like, it's not. They're like lost. little kids. You then lost. these two other dudes on bikes ride up, and apparently they saw it. They stop at her car at her, and they go, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "It's not my problem." She just says it to them. And the guy's like. Lady, you need to look in your mirror before you open the door. You can right. really hurt someone. She's like, I don't care. It's not my problem. And then they ride up to me and they go, they go, the lady, what's she's just so unapologetic. She just doesn't even care. And I'm like, I know. I had to walk away. There's kids there. And they're like, Are you all right? I'm like, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm looking at my shoe and my 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 pedal and all that shit. And I'm like, I'm good. And they're just like, all right. And they're just shaking their heads as they walk away. And that entire time, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to turn around and throw my bike at that car. You should have, dude. I, I, I wanted to. I was so upset. She sounds like a really good person. I know. She's but a great, I mean, great human day, being. It is your fault. So yeah. Motherfuckers above you. You would look if you were a better person. If I was psychic. Yeah. yeah. Bigger issue. Cars. Yeah. Gotta have a car. But I was no like, more bikes. I just was, I'm like, I'm fucking so furious. And I, I was going to eat somewhere and write. And I sat down and I'm like, I'm just going to yell in all this into Twitter. Nice. And then see what, you know, it'll get, it'll bring it back around. Yeah. Bring it'll make Twitter. me feel better. And, that's and then my good buddy Yasser Lester. Yasser Lester. <laughs> <laughs> it's the circle of rage. Uh, okay. All right, man. Thanks for being on yes, here, thank dude. Thank you for having me. Right. Hey. Thanks a lot.